0: Welcome to the Widen & Access Podcast, a brand new podcast aimed at raising the aspirations of young people by providing insights, frank discussions and practical tips on how to succeed and win at school, through to university and your first graduate role. We hope this podcast will give you the lessons we wish we had learned earlier on. This podcast is brought to you by the Widen & Access Network
1: and is hosted by Kwasi, Milambo, Terry and Ola. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Widening Access podcast. This week, we're discussing work experience. Why is it important? How can you get your foot in the door, particularly in the current climate? And how do you leverage any experience that you do have? In the current environment, particularly with COVID and the lockdown, this has been a bigger concern for a lot of young people. Who might be unsure on how they can secure work experience? Competition for top universities and graduate roles is only becoming more fierce and work experience can play a huge part in this process. But before we get on with today's episode, how is everyone doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm excited to be back
2: again. Like I said last time, we we had a good recording, we had a good um, podcast session, so... I think it's really cool the information that we're sharing with people so I'm excited for another episode and you know you you boys know I love my work experience feel <laughs> so I can't wait for this one
3: yeah I feel like this I feel like this one's tailor-made for Terry he's about to drop some gems but yeah like generally <laughs> yeah I'm calm I'm good no, no complaints on this end
0: agreed on my side as well
1: looking forward to this episode
0: and uh, yeah dropping some gems
1: feeling excited can't wait for Terry to drop these gems so without further ado let's get it cracking
2: All right. Okay, cool. So today, I guess we're talking about work experience and and why it's so important. And I think dispelling some myths that students and applicants might have, and how you can leverage the experience you have. And I guess for me, the reason I feel so strongly about this topic is because often when I speak to students and applicants, and I ask them what experience they have and what they put down on their applications, and they first, the first thing they think straight away is, oh, I haven't got much corporate experience. I, I haven't done a VAC scheme or I haven't done an internship. The only thing I've done is retail. It's retail and I can't put that down on my application. And I say to them, why can't you put that down? And they say, yeah, because like a big law firm or a big bank's not going to want to know that I did shifts at Asda. Do you know what I mean? So I think understanding how important all different types of work experience are can make you more informed and write a better application. So I guess... This conversation is going to be twofold. We're going to talk about the corporate side of things, your your vacation schemes if you're going into law, your internships, your placements on the corporate side, and then on the non-corporate side, talking about the really important transferable skills you can get through doing your retail jobs, doing the menial jobs which you think nobody wants to know that you did. So my first question to everybody is, what was your first job out of school? What was the first thing you did?
3: Oh, this is a throwback. Um, What was the first thing I did out First job out of school. Did, it was do you mean first job generally or just first job like after I left school? I, you, might, you might have been doing both.
2: Which the first one you okay, can remember?
3: Yeah, the first, the, okay, the first job I can remember ever doing was being a, a tutor for one of the, like one of the teachers at my school had like this little tutoring organisation. I used to just turn up and help out. And then I guess the first job I had out of uni was working in. I'm gonna say it was in a call centre but it's a bit embarrassing. I can't remember. I can't, I can't be that old, Uh, but that was me.
1: (laughs) I was working as a cleaner at one of these, um, you know, housing associations, cleaning communal areas, as well as uh, toilets. So that that was a very interesting experience.
0: With me, uh, my first job, which I was so excited about when I got it, I was working at Primark, you know, as a sales assistant, in the in a stratford branch when Westwood stratford just opened up so it was very very busy doing 50 60 hour weeks during the summer Um, but yeah that, that was my first proper job
2: yeah so so for me mine was working at selhurst park which is crystal palaces stadium and i was selling like burgers chips fries everything you name it at half time and at full time to the customers in one of the, in one of the stands. And I remember with that job at the time, Crystal Palace used to lose every week. So when, when the customers were coming in at half time, they're mad and the only person to take the frustration out on is, is, is you as a person serving them their food and you just have to sit there and take, well, stand there and take it. But it was a real experience and it's one in hindsight, I look back on because it gave me some pocket money. But when I look back on the actual experience that I got, of working under pressure and um, when people want to be mean to you on purpose it does definitely help you moving forward with what you're doing so my, my next question to you is what's the worst job you've ever had I know Melamba you mentioned that you did your cleaning job and course, you with tutoring which to be honest sounds kind of calmer <laughs> that would be a job I wouldn't mind doing myself um, and Ola with Primark do you have any sort of bad experiences you can share from, from working some of these jobs
3: I'm not going to mention any names because I don't want to get sued or liable <laughs> or anything. But I used to work in a bread factory for a particular company. <laughs> and I literally, so you'd pull up to work and they'd give you like your like your work boots. And imagine they gave me like two different sizes, bro. I think they gave me like one size seven and one size 10. And it was like, it was just, it was hard, man. It was backbreaking work. And I think I still to this day, when I'm at work and it's like, 3am or whatever like i just i just think about the, the my friends in the Bread factory who are pulling in these long shifts like back break and work just like bending over the conveyor belt and like you know pulling things around like it, it was just it was just tough i only lasted for about a month before like i left so yeah that was definitely i think the worst job that i had and i didn't mention any company's name so i won't get sued <laughs> i
1: think I wouldn't call it the worst job that I had, but it's it was definitely up there. And that was the cleaning <clears> job. <throat> so you get you get to see some interesting things in terms of <laughs> just how dirty people can be and the stuff of things that they can leave behind and just not even care about. Especially when you're cleaning <laughs> yeah, toilets. That's yeah, like <laughs> you know, you, 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 you see things that you couldn't see. Yeah. And, <laughs> But, <laughs> you know, you see things you shouldn't see. But, you know, I think for me, the yes, it, that was the, the worst side of the job. But The best part of that job, like, it made me a very clean, conscious person, you know, and it built a lot of resilience in terms of just sticking through with it and seeing the positive in this job, i.e. I was getting a, a, a good wage of what i was actually doing but more importantly it was uh, the opportunities that that actually opened up for me in terms of the, the next job that it lined up yeah i think for me the worst
0: was definitely working in retail and particularly where i was working as well like the customers were not necessarily always the most respectful people would just leave clothes on the floor you need to be on your feet for like nine ten hours um, each day so it, it, was, it was it was definitely very challenging. Particularly when you're working during a busy, busy period of the year in retail, it can be quite manic. But again, you know, similar to Malamba, it was still a good chance to make money. You know, if you put in the hours, you know, you basically, you know, get rewarded. Uh, but it, it was tough.
2: Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the busy period in retail and, and how that can be really tough. So for me, one of the jobs which I had, which to be honest, I actually enjoyed this job quite a lot. I worked at Clark's on the shop floor. And, and it, it will become clear why I'm using this example. And when it was back to school, it was just hectic because everybody comes in the shop looking to buy shoes for their kids who are about to start their next academic year of the school. And when they walk in, they genuinely feel like they're the most important person in the world and they deserve all of your time and attention and care. And that's difficult when there are like 20 people walking in per minute to buy shoes. So you have the hectic kind of shop floor, you've got kids running around, babies crying on a Saturday afternoon when school starts on the Monday. And it's, it's most likely the parents who are in a rush to buy these shoes because they haven't done it over the summer holidays. And there's a lot of pressure on you to try and make every person feel special, like they're the most important customer in the shop, because they all want to feel like that. And that's the prerogative your boss gives you when customers walk in. And I remember during a training contract interview, somebody said to me, oh, you, you worked at Clark's, what was the toughest thing? And I had to explain to them that back to school experience I had, just the pressure and it's relentless, it's always people coming in and it's just the constant care you need to give to all your customers, it can be really difficult. And at the end of that training contract interview, the, it was an associate said to me, do you have any questions? And my question was, what's the, what's the hardest thing about your job? And she said to me, you, you already answered the question when you mm. told me about the hardest thing about your job. She said, we get clients who ring us up and they email us and they think they are the most important client of the firm. And they want to be treated as such at every moment. And it's up to you to make them feel special when really you have 20 clients emailing you at any given time. So, so for me, that was a really eye opening moment because in my simple retail example, she could directly draw from my experiences and and see that actually maybe I can handle that type of pressure that comes with this particular job. And on first glance, it doesn't seem like being a sales assistant on the shop floor at Clark's is anything like being a corporate solicitor. But when you really delve deep into these kind of examples that we've all given, whether it's working in the bread factory, whether it's Primark, whether it's cleaning, there are directly transferable skills which you have developed through these roles, which will put you in good stead and which I'm sure are helping you in your careers at the moment so my next question to you is now more on the corporate side what was your first corporate experience
3: first corporate experience my first corporate experience would have been I think a work experience that I did at one of the silver circle law firms that would have been the first one and I didn't get that through the traditional roots per se, nor did I really know anyone at the firm. And I think I really got that more by way of just networking and putting myself out there and and, and showing people who had the contacts that I had an interest in, in in sort of corporate law. And that's how I was really able to go there and spend just a few days informally at the firm to kind of understand the the nature of their work.
1: So my experience was also... magic circle law firm and I got that because I went to a careers fair in the city and uh, there were several organizations there and I remember going to a particular segment of that careers fair where someone from that firm was delivering a talk about her career and how she uh, got to where she was and what she was thinking in terms of the future of her career plans after that talk, I just quickly spoke to her, asked her questions and asked if I could do some work experience at at the firm. And she said, yeah, send me your CV and a cover letter. And if it's good enough, we'll then see what we can do to give you some work experience. So got that opportunity after, you know, spending weeks perfecting the CV and cover letter of mine. Then when I got the experience, I was there for about a week, rotated between the corporate practice area and also the litigation practice area spent a few days in each just shadowing people but i think the most fun of that was just also attending different talks in terms of other things that the firm was doing outside of just pure law but things like responsible business it's segue into sports law etc etc so that was that was quite that was quite an interesting experience
0: yeah, I think for me, uh, my first proper corporate uh, work experience was when I was 15. I spent 2 weeks um, shadowing clerks and barristers at Barrister Chambers in London. How I got that was basically in the summer of I think 2010-2011. I just kind of prepared a very very my my first CV, which is virtually empty at that time and uh, a cover letter and I just emailed pretty much nearly all of the barrister chambers in London. Out of like 30, 35 applications, I think I got like 30, 34 rejection uh, letters. Some people didn't get back to me, and but one, one of the chambers got back, did get back to me, you know, which I was really happy about. And it, it was a very good way to kind of get my foot in the door because although I didn't end up being a barrister, but it was still kind of commercial law, you know, and then I was able to leverage that experience the next summer when I was applying again, um, to get my second mini pupillage. So yeah, that that was that was that was how I got how I got
1: my foot in the
2: door. Okay, yeah, no, that's really cool. I think similar. My my first experience was a kind of work experience placement that I did through school, and it was a small high street law firm, and it was very much my first experience into what. The world of work looks like from the corporate side of things because as as we've all said we all know what retail is and I feel like that's you know in large by and large like it's a young people's game you come out of school you get a job in retail and a lot of us get that experience the corporate experience is definitely the first insight you'll get into do I like this kind of career do I like what this person is doing could I see myself doing their job a few years down the line. So that was really helpful for me. I think in terms of the importance of that first corporate experience, and I mean, I can, I can talk from a legal perspective and I'm sure you guys can too, because that's the experience we've been exposed to largely. What a vacation scheme does, what a placement does is it puts you into that environment and it gives you a chance to do some of the tasks that you'd be expected to do. If you did this job properly, it gives you an insight into the types of people you'd work with and and what a career would look like in a really short space of time. And, And then I will add on to that, what it also does is it almost validates you as a candidate. So like Ola said, he did a piece of experience one year and then was able to leverage that the next year because... What other future employers will see is, oh, this person had this experience at this place. So that means they saw something in that person to bring them on board. And it makes you look like a more attractive candidate for future law firms or whichever industry you're going into. So I I, I would say it's really important to just try and get something. Your first work experience doesn't need to be a magic circle law firm insight day it doesn't need to be you know a vacation schema the biggest law firm in the world to, to mean anything it literally just has to get you on the ladder because then it allows you to build up build up get to a stage where you're applying for these more more lucrative opportunities that you think will add more weight to your cv so it's, it's really important to just get on the ladder even if it's really sort of humble beginnings and building up slowly so my next question um and maybe my last because i don't want to bombard you with too many questions is what were the most important things you learned through doing your various internships, vacation schemes or whatever those experiences were that you
1: t- you took away from those experiences? The most important thing that I learned was actually the type of work that I like doing and what I didn't like doing. So, for instance, sitting in litigation... Even though it wasn't the full suite of work, I kind of realized that this is not really the type of work that I want to get into, but then when I started into corporate, I noticed it was a lot more commercial, more, uh, project management. And I thought, wow, that's, that's a lot more exciting. That's, that's kind of like me. So I could start making an informed decision early on and at least have a better idea of what the practice areas would look like when I eventually got there, so that was an important lesson, the kind of work that I like and didn't like. For me I think the
0: most important takeaway from my experience was learning that you know it's not just about your technical abilities right your like, technical abilities isn't 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 is is the is the bare minimum of what you need to kind of excel of course you want to be good but you also want to focus on the softer things Right, making sure that you actually speak to people, you know, during your work experience, you you try and build relationships, you network, you know, because employers often kind of well, they, they, they will um, take that into consideration, you know. And I'm looking back at it, I think I definitely performed better at the internships, and I got better appraisals at internships where I didn't just do the work, but I actually kind of put in a little bit more effort into getting to know the people, you know, networking, you know, and just displaying good soft skills, you know. So I I would say just always, always bear that in mind, work hard, show your technical ability, but also just really try and build relationships. I think that will put you in good stead and that that will probably affect your performance reviews as well. People's general feedback and opinion yeah. of you,
3: and um, and my and my point ties in a little bit with what Milambo said. I guess what you said about work experience showing you the kind of work that you like. Um, for me, it was like work experience allowed me to learn if I even wanted to go into the career in the first place. And one of the things that law firms or organisations uh, will often ask is, you know, why do you want to do this job? Why do you want to be a corporate lawyer? Why do you want to be an investment banker or whatever? And the best way to answer those questions is through your story to that career. And your story to that career essentially comes from the work experiences that you have, which actually show you what what those kind of or people in those kind of careers actually do. So, for instance, you know, in an interview, I'd say, you know, I know I want to be a corporate or commercial lawyer because I want to be at the forefront of high value transactions that impact the economy. And I only know that because, you know, I went... a corporate law firm and I saw corporate lawyers doing that that very thing and that that kind of echoes and makes your story more believable also just to add on to that is that it's easy to idealize any kind of career like for example you can look at actors in Hollywood and be like oh I want to be an actor because you know they're on red carpets, lots of pictures living their best life but then actually when you you can even do it for law you know like a lot of people you know get get drawn in by suits that tv show I don't know if you guys remember where it's like The the nice cars, the nice suits, (laughs) the money, and it all looks pretty from the outside. But you only really kind of understand what it's like when you're actually doing it. And I'm sure that, for example, those actors in Hollywood have days where they're like spending ages on set and it's hot and it's just not that fun and they don't really want to be there. But they still choose to be there anyway. So for you to make the best kind of decision career wise, you want to experience what that career is actually like, as opposed to just your idealized concept of it.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I'm glad you mentioned suits because I can genuinely say I don't think if I didn't want suits, I'd be here as a corporate lawyer right now. It definitely sold me some some dreams which I, I bought. But but nonetheless there are some aspects of the career that do replicate suits. Um I guess for me, my my last point on the work experience thing is enthusiasm. Um I think if you go into any experience, any opportunity with enthusiasm, what you'll find is people are so willing to share <laughs> knowledge information and help you because they they can see that you're really grateful and you want to learn and you're enthusiastic to to learn more and I think that principle I still to this day is still the one thing which I, I think does really help me at work I'm enthusiastic because I enjoy what I do and when people see that in you they're more than happy to help you so whether you're going into the I mean the bread factory is an extreme example one of your less kind of glamorous work experiences or roles showing some enthusiasm I guarantee there's things you can take away from all those experiences so all the experiences that we've mentioned today we've all picked things up from those jobs and they've made us better for it Um, so don't discount anything as just being a waste of time of course you're not going to spend your whole life there but while you're while you're there make the most of it and learn as much as you can on that note I'll hand over to to Mills to carry on the
1: discussion thank you Terry So despite the impact of COVID-19, social distancing and the closure of offices and certain workspaces, it doesn't mean that work experience is no longer possible. Yes, in the physical sense, it might not be possible to go to an office, but. The possibility of the internet, the power of the internet now allows people to attend virtual work experiences, virtual open days, virtual insight days, as well as virtual conferences. And on this segment, we're going to share with you the work that we have been doing to bring those possibilities to life and what you can do in terms of securing these virtual opportunities. So, starting with you, Terry, what are your thoughts on virtual open days? I I think they're great because
2: it allows more people access to these opportunities. And especially law firms, now they're doing more and they can be kind of more permitting of allowing a few, even 100 people to attend an open day. Whereas before, you know, they select 10 to come into the office. And what it allows you to do is, I've had loads of Zoom calls with students who want to know more about law, which I just wouldn't have been able to do if we were all in the office. It just doesn't work. So I think these opportunities... I know it doesn't give you a full feel for what it would be like to actually come into the law firm, meet people face to face, but it allows more people to at least get a snapshot about these firms and then, you know, write about it on their applications or whatever it is. So I'm, I'm all for it. And I know there are a lot of firms doing great work in this space and not just firms, but other platforms who are really giving students the opportunity to get that legal experience, to get that, even that confidence of saying, oh yeah, I've actually met some lawyers. I actually kind of know what they do now. So I'm, I'm totally here for this kind of Virtual side of things.
1: Ola, do you think a virtual work experience is just as impactful as a physical one?
0: Yes, yes.
1: Obviously, there there certain things are missing. For instance, like
0: you know, it's much easier to build relationships. You know, get like build that mentoring and find out a little bit more about the culture if you're actually in, in person. However, like if you look at why work experience is important, you know one of the things that law firms for instance and a lot of these organizations look out for is how enthusiastic are you right so the work experience doesn't just show your experience it shows how keen you are so if you if if, if an employer looks at your cv and they see okay this person has really went out of their way to take advantage of as many virtual work experience opportunities as possible bear in mind that they're like barriers to entry for these you know it, it's much lower than the actual physical work experience you know it, it would it would really make your profile stand out so i think you know from that perspective it's very important you know i know loads of firms who offer it and it it, it does i can generally say it does give you quite a good insight into the nature of the work you know that these organizations whether it be law firms or banks or consultancy firms are actually undertake. So yeah, it's definitely nothing to, 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 to kind of sniff at. I think you should definitely take it seriously and leverage the opportunities, particularly because of COVID. So people are more understanding that physical work experience are more difficult to come by. Firms will regard, or uh, are, are, are increasingly regarding virtual work experience as seriously as, as the, the
1: physical quasi. So, A question for you is, virtual conferences attempt to bridge the gap between virtual open days and virtual work experiences. For instance, virtual conferences can run for three days. Can you tell us more about the work you have done with the Widening Access Network to put together a virtual conference and the benefit that was for students that attended?
3: Yeah, for sure. So obviously, we've uh, had to move a lot of the talks that we do um, virtually. And one of the ways we've been doing that is through organising various conferences with a platform called Vantage, which is connected to rare recruitment. And that's a platform you guys should definitely check out because they um, organise lots of events like this. But yeah, essentially, at, at these conferences, we just we seek to break down the steps and you know a lot of the things that we talk about in the, in the podcast in a further detail just to allow you to fully grasp you know the things that you need to to know all the things that you need to understand and a lot of the industry jargon like open days and vacation schemes and training contracts in order to help you um, really start to progress and, and get there in terms of a legal career so these conferences are great places for you to just get more detail when another opportunity to just get in front of the sort of people that are in corporate law already and yeah, so thank you, Terry and Emmanuel, uh, for that discussion. Actually, I thought that was uh, really insightful. It was nice. It was nice to have that throwback um, and going back <laughs> to a few years ago yeah. it brought me back to the bread factory for a second. I was like, oh my god. But <laughs> but yeah, that was that was really useful. And I guess I guess that the main things I guess from d- this week's episode are, you know, the fact that there are lots of different types of work experience, and you know, work experience is a great way for you to sell yourself. So don't sell your experiences short. So even if that's, you know, a cleaning job or a job in a bread factory, or you spent some time at Primark um, or Clarks, these are great opportunities for you to really start to grasp some transferable skills. And like Terry said, you might not even realise it till you're actually in the job in terms of how similar some of these situations that you're in um, can be in terms of, you know, making customers happy or, you know, keeping calm and collected under pressure. And then, you know, we spoke about the ways in which you can get corporate work experience and there's lots of formal corporate work experience schemes and I think we've mentioned a few of these like vacation schemes which I think like we've said previously it's a it's a like, like a legal internship or for other careers there are you know sort of internships that you can get and I guess you know we can talk about those in, in, in further detail but but those experiences can be hard to get and so you can take a more informal approach to getting that corporate experience and some of the ways we mentioned is you know number one by networking you know reaching out to to lawyers um or people on your network, even if they aren't lawyers who might know lawyers, and through that being able to be connected to law firms, maybe getting some informal work experience that way. Or like Malambo said, going to a law fair and there's lots of law fairs around. You can, you know, Google them, find them online. And once you go there, making sure you've done your research that you understand, you know, law and what it's what it's about. So you can impress someone at that law fair. And that would be another connection that leads you to get work experience in the way that Malambo did. And you know Like, like, like Ola, being very proactive in your approach, you know, um, send out an email to 30 law firms, high street firms or, or, or barrister's chambers. Again, you can easily find these people on Google, send out an email, send out a CV and see who comes back. You might get an opportunity that way um, as well. And, (coughs) you know, what you can also do then is that you can then leverage that kind of more informal corporate experience when you're at your interviews or to get you know even more work experience and then we spoke about you know your approach to when you're actually on a work experience scheme and I think to work experience generally which is to have this thing of being enthusiastic because work experience is something that allows you to understand if the career is what you really want to get into and also if the type of work is something that that you want to engage in as well and then we also spoke about virtual work experience and you know we're conscious that in this current environment it can be tough and it's not easy for you guys but you know there are lots of virtual opportunities out there still so again go on google do your research and in that respect i guess the the resource of the week apart from google which i think i've mentioned a ton of times now but is going to be lawcareers.net and lawcareers.net is a website that essentially lays out all of the different sort of formal work experiences that you can get before you enter into a into a law firm such as Uh, vacation schemes and open days and and all of different deadlines for those sort of opportunities so definitely check out that website um, and look at some of the things that 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 they do but yeah this podcast will be ongoing and we really want your support one of the ways you can do that is through itunes and spotify if you can do give us a five-star review it could give this podcast some momentum and anyone that leaves us a review we will read it out loud here and live hopefully we have given you guys some valuable information to think about if we have please go to itunes and spotify and check us out you can also follow us on social media instagram and linkedin Um, our handles on all those platforms is the widening access network but otherwise that's us for another week we look forward to sharing more tips with you guys in our next episode And in the meantime stay blessed